0: Welcome to Headlines from Hell, a Christian Issues Update where the devil is in the details. Here are Kevin and Kristen Collier.
1: Welcome to the update. The topic pulled from today's headlines, are social media providers flagging or blocking Christians and Christian content? With me is my wife, Kristen.
0: There's no better feeling than knowing that Twitter is censoring you as a Christian. When that Tyler Perry passion thing was on on Easter, I was tweeting, and let's just say I didn't really think it appropriate to have Mary, the mother of Jesus, full of jewels and dressed in a low-cut dress. Highly inappropriate. So I was tweeting, and I noticed that none of my tweets were in the Twitter stream. I used the hashtag. None of them were showing up. So then I went into Kevin's Twitter, pasted exactly what I tweeted, and they were showing up. I noticed that for a while, so I was keeping my eye on it. And definitely, it was real. It was happening. So, yeah, it's a good feeling to know that you're being censored by Twitter. You know you're doing something right as a Christian.
1: I recently had the opportunity to speak with Peter Slayton. Peter is the social media manager for the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. I asked him about our update topic, and this is what he had to say.
2: Uh, we're seeing right now articles about how Facebook apparently has been censoring their trending topics so that more conservative topics, more specifically religiously conservative topics won't show up as trending on Facebook even if all of your friends are sharing it and you know that there are thousands and thousands of shares on this and you know that's a hot topic Facebook will keep it off of their highly visible trending area because of their own social agenda, their own moral agenda that they're pushing, which tends towards the liberal, the LGBT side of things, anti-Christian in general, sometimes specifically. Uh, So even the very platform, which is such a gift to churches and to congregations and to the gospel, this very platform of Facebook where we are connecting with people on a daily basis, sharing God's Word with them. That very platform itself is working against us and trying to squelch that message and not letting it get out there.
1: Well, Peter, my wife's Twitter account has been blocked. She can post something of Christian content and it doesn't show up. But if you copy and paste that and post it on my Twitter account, it goes through.
2: Oh, so they've got uh, flagged flag her, huh? So they know, oh, we're going to keep an eye on this person. That's right. Yeah, I think the the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, our Facebook page, I think we're beginning to get on that radar for Facebook. There have been a couple times in the last month or so when the things that we've posted have not had the reach that they used to. Uh, where I'm doing the same sorts of things, posting the stuff that we know has been popular in the past and that we know our audience likes and appreciates and tends to share, and it's not getting the same views, it's not getting the same number of shares, the same number of likes, and so we're starting to wonder, are we getting squelched a little bit? Are we starting to get on somebody's radar somewhere where they're saying, yeah, you know, we're going to start pushing this down a little bit. We don't want this to be quite as visible. You know, something that might have gotten 500 shares a month ago only gets 100 today. Now, I don't know for sure of this. I've got no way I can prove this. And we're just kind of looking at our trends over time. But it's interesting and it's consistent enough that we're starting to wonder there might be something to this. All right, what do we need to change in order to get around this? If this is a Facebook thing, if their algorithm is now being tweaked against us, what do we need to do differently to kind of get around their new blocks that they're putting up? If that's what's actually going on, we don't even know for sure.
1: Peter, maybe if you posted as George Soros, it would get through. (laughs)
2: Well, this last week, we posted a couple articles from some of our staff members on the transgender in the bathroom issues, you know, that that current event that's been going on. And that got lots of activity, primarily from trolls who came out and yelled at us. And so we're like, well, if what it takes is getting the trolls mad at us for visibility, we can handle that. We can deal with that if uh, the gospel is still getting out there, which it was in each of
1: those articles. If it just means that we get yelled at a bit more, so be it. Maybe they're paid trolls, so you might as well make them work for their money, right? Well, have you heard of astroturfing?
2: Have you heard that term before? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there actually are paid trolls, Planned Parenthood, SDK, Knickerbocker, whatever the big PR firm is that they have. Big PR firms actually have people that they contract to manage 20 or 30 social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those sorts of profiles. And their job is to populate those profiles with real, I'm doing air quotes here, content. So conversations, pictures of family bios and stuff to make the profile look real. And then what happens is when an organization or you know somebody like Lutherans for Life or the National Right to Life or somebody like that start talking about abortion and Planned Parenthood or like this last year, the Delight videos as they came out, PR firms will literally sick their people on there. They'll tell them, okay. Mobilize your 20 fake accounts, your 20 Facebook profiles that you manage, and go attack these people and tear them down and rip them to shreds. Share our talking points, tell them about how they're liars, You know, yell and spew hate at them, you know, whatever it takes to get them to shut down and go away, we want you to do that. That is an actual thing that happens on the Internet and we may have some of those that are attacking the LCMS now because we're starting to get more visible. I know it's happened to people like Molly Hemingway. She's an LCMS member and a prominent writer out in Washington, D.C., and she's actually been attacked a couple times by these astroturfers. So we know they're out there. They're almost impossible to identify as fake accounts astroturfers, but just knowing that they're there is kind of helpful. It's like, well, Okay, it's not worth my time to respond to all the trolls, because I don't even know if they're real.
1: <laughs> and I want to thank Peter for being with us for this update. So we're going to keep our eyes on the headlines, and you keep your ears tuned in to headlines from hell. And Kristen, what are some of the issues that we'll be discussing?
0: Well, one of them is the mistreatment of pastors pastors.
1: Kristen is a church secretary.
0: I can say firsthand that pastors work hard, and we're talking about the good men of God, the faithful men who you know are faithful leaders. And it's horrifying, some of the stories that we've heard. Kevin has talked to three different people this week, completely different denominations, even different countries, and they've all said the same thing, how these pastors are being treated, and they are being driven from the pulpit.
1: A lot of times people say, well, the church is weak. The church is weak. We are starting to discover also that congregations are weak, and sometimes congregations have strapped the pastors in a straitjacket can't preach what they want to preach, or they're being fired or replaced, and they're under a lot of pressure.
0: Well, we've been hearing this narrative for months now. Why aren't the pastors speaking up? Why aren't the people speaking up? When was the last time they told their kid, turn off M? M&M"? When was the last time they told their co-worker to stop saying Jesus Christ as a curse word? If they're not going to do that in their own personal lives, why should they be casting aspersions on pastors? Some of the other
1: issues we're going to be tackling will be the transgender bathroom issue in public schools. I want to thank Peter Slayton for coming on the update. And thank you for joining us for this update. More to come. We'll keep an eye on the news as you keep an ear on what's going on in this country. Feel free to email us at confrontingthedevil at mail.com.
0: Visit our homepage at confrontingthedevil.blogspot.com. Thank you.